1: Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today.
2: All right, folks, it's Zach and the Nose. It's week four of the NFL season, week four of the fantasy football season. We're already a month in at this point. It's crazy. We're getting your lineup set for week four. It's unbelievable. It's happening very fast right now. And let me tell you. And those will be on here in a second, and he'll probably say the same thing as me. What a time to be alive here in South Florida for for if you're a football fan. Whether it's college or pro, everything is going good right now. But we're sticking to the pro stuff here. We'll talk about college stuff at another time. Your Miami Dolphins sitting undefeated going into this Bills game this weekend with the most high-powered offense in the league. We'll get to that in just a second as well. It wouldn't be Zach and the Nose without the Nose himself. Let's bring him on. Follow him on Twitter, at Spencer Nose, N-O-S-E. Nosey, welcome to the show. How are you
0: doing? I'm doing great. And uh, it's pretty safe to say South Florida is doing great. We watched a historical game And I would say, I guess, almost historical game with the big controversy of whether or not coach Mike McD kicks a three point field goal at the very end of a game up 50. This is sidebar cutting you off sidebar the nose as
2: head coach. You kicking the three or what? Absolutely not. No, you're not.
0: Absolutely not.
2: What is the difference between 70 points and 73 points? What's the big deal?
0: But the big deal is, is that this coach understands a word that if you are a fantasy football owner for the last 25 years, like myself, the word karma means something. And I understand this is an NFL record, and I think it's a very cool record. But let me tell you something. There's a flip side to it. When you're up 50 against a very respected Super Bowl winning coach, you do not kick that three points. You do not put it in that other team's face. Because guess what? The goal of this team very quickly is not to win a uh, historical highest points in a game, uh, I guess, record. You're not that's not the goal. The goal is to get to the Super Bowl. And I love what the coach said. He believes in karma and we got a lot of good things going for us right now. You do not kick that field goal. I do believe if they kick that field goal, bad things could have happened in Buffalo. But we're not going to focus on that. No, I think no. he made he made a I think he made a right decision. I think those records are at the end of the day pretty meaningless. No one's really talked about the uh, team that has seventy plus points in NFL history, and uh, I think it's even a bigger flex by not going for it, Zach. That's how I feel.
2: Well, if we were doing yes or no's, you would be 100% incorrect on this one. You do go for it. You kick it. You get your 73. Sean Payton is a douche. Sean Payton has ripped Tua before and basically said he's not a good quarterback. You shove it right down his throat and his face. And let me tell you, just like the old Jimmy Johnson used to say as University of Miami Hurricanes head coach, you don't want us to score 73? Play some damn defense. Okay, we had our fourth string running back in there, and he ran for 70 yards on there. Okay. Oh, feel better that's out of the way the Dolphins still at three and zero right now going to Buffalo this week we have so much to talk about with them in fantasy as well but let's go to that place that we go to three or four weeks in every season your team is three and oh your team is two and one you're one and two or you are the dreaded zero and three at this point we're not in panic mode yet correct nosy
0: zero panic mode for the uh one and two team okay get a win this week, guys. That's it. You're two and two. Okay. That's it's that simple, but there's been crazy things going on where you can't, let me explain what crazy things are. Why, you know, talk about karma. What did I do to deserve to go against the Buffalo Bills defense in in every (laughs) league? How did that happen to me? Uh, What a disaster you ever lose by four, four to five points and go against Buffalo's defense. So, my point in that is that there's certain things that are out of your control when you're in fantasy football. So if you're one and two, get back to two and two. Obviously, if you're three and zero or two and one, you're doing great. Keep winning. It's the zero and three team that we do need to discuss at this point. Uh, we discuss, you know, the first two weeks. Don't overreact. It's early. Well, now you got to look at your team. If you're zero and three, where did you miss? Did you have a Nick Chubb? Do you have a Saquon Barkley? Is he coming back? Do you trade? You know, these are things that we could discuss. You could uh, tweet on us at any time, and I'm going to help you navigate through that 0-3. Sometimes it's as simple as looking at the points in your league. Are you the guy that has the fourth highest points out of 12, but you're 0-3 because you just played the teams that had that, that, you know, the highest amount of points in that particular week? That's called bad luck. So sometimes you just need that luck to change. It's not about your team's performance. But again, if you're 0-3, you're second to last or last in points, it is time now to make a move, okay? A part of fantasy and a part of the fun of fantasy is the challenge of getting out of that nasty 0-3 or 1-2 situation. Right. So if you need to, look at your team, take your best player, okay? And go to a team that's 3-0 and and 2-1 and or who has the most depth and see if you can make a deal that'll round out your lineup. Because I guarantee you, if you're 0 3, you have holes in your lineup. So you got to look at it. OK, but we're not overreacting if you're high in points right. and just losing. You're overreacting if you're 0 3 and dead last in points. Then you got to make a move. OK, fantasy comes around once a year and it could go and be over in a snap of a finger. We do not want to give up this early. We, after all of the summer of prepping in August and being excited in September, we're not giving up right now. So 0-3, it's time to make a move, and we're here to help you.
2: Remember our motto here on the show, Goonies never say die, whether you're 0-3, 1-2, and 2, no matter what. And sidebar to what Nose just said, both me and Nose yesterday got a text message from my brother about a trade. So it's a perfect example. My brother is 0-3 at this point. My brother's team is scoring points, but they're not – the depth isn't there. He had Nick Chubb. He lost Nick Chubb. Uh, Nick Chubb and Bajan Robinson were his number one and number two picks in this league. He lost Chubb, and he's got Bajon Robinson. And Bajan Robinson was kind of dangled out there by my brother, and I think he was offered – nose. correct me if I'm wrong – Derrick Henry, Darren Waller, and I believe another running back – I forgot what the running back's name was –
0: Javante Williams
2: Javante Williams okay so there it is right there it's a perfect example of an 0-3 team and and somebody kind of overpaying for Bajan Robinson at this point but their team is so good that they can kind of overpay because there's a lot of depth when you saw that trade yesterday and this is just one example of a million that are out there right now what do you think of that as kind of our example
0: of what we were just talking about it's a perfect example of a trade that you know it, it may come off. It's not the right word is desperate, but yeah, he had to make a move. Okay. Right. Losing Nick Chubb is devastating. Sure. What I do know is that he had no tight end, your brother. Okay. Right. And and he needed depth at running back. So he went and he bought low on Derrick Henry because it doesn't get much worse than what Derrick Henry has done so far. Do Ooh. we believe if you believe in Derrick Henry having a comeback, which I do believe he's going to get better. Okay. It can't get much worse. I absolutely Love this trade for him. He got a three for one. He's going to probably put in three starters right. for one. And based on that, yeah, I mean, Derrick Henry's still averaging 10 fantasy points. You know, he's got 51 rushes for 163 yards. He just only has that one touchdown. So this is a perfect example, and I appreciate you do bringing this up, of what you should do if you're 0-3. You take your best player available and you turn it into a few players. Can this go belly up for your brother? Joshi, it could, okay? Right. Yes. Darren Waller could still stay in the hole. Derrick Henry may be on that one year that we were finally saying it was going to happen. It, these are all possibilities, but we don't know yet. So you gave yourself a little bit of life. You gave yourself a little bit of excitement. And now you have a a more rounded out, I guess, uh, lineup. So right. if Derrick Henry could stay close within three to four fantasy points per week over Bijan, which... Completely as possible, if not, I wouldn't say likely, but it's completely possible. Yeah. Then you filled it in holes with Javante Williams and Darren Waller. You gave yourself some fun, and now you gave yourself a a second life. So I hope you get that win this week and build off of it.
2: Right. I thought it was. I thought it was a perfect example of what we were just kind of discussing and what to do here if you're one and two or zero and three at this point. Okay. So I want to get into the Dolphin stuff, but let's get into something that's kind of sad because it's painful. And I know it's painful for the nose at this point, because nose before the season, we normally have two or three pre-shows and nose gave out two nose picks of the year. Uh, Calvin Ridley was one. We're not going to talk about him right now, but the other one that you were very high on Garrett Wilson, uh, nose pick of the year. Now the guy's got Zach Wilson or Trevor Simeon, or Colin Kaepernick or whoever the hell is going to be starting for this team in the next four or five weeks down the line. And they're already, by the way, two of my buddies who work for the New York Post and the New York Daily News having discussions on what do you do with a top three pick this year with Aaron Rodgers coming back, do you draft another quarterback? Four weeks ago, they were talking about plans for Vegas in the Super Bowl. Now they're talking about a top three pick. Life comes at you very fast here in the NFL and, and just in general. But let's discuss Garrett Wilson for a second. I know it's a delicate subject for you, but we got to bring it up.
0: Yeah, I mean, if you're talking about, uh, you know, if you're going to bring it up, if you have an opportunity to have Caleb Williams throwing the ball to Garrett Wilson in the future (laughs) for the Jets, (laughs) yes, yeah, you're talking about quarterback. But, you know, that's another conversation for another time. Look, we're going to talk about it, and we're going to make fun of this and me, if you have to, every week. This is a disaster. It's a debacle. And I need there to be a change at that quarterback position. Like yesterday, right now, the coach is losing the locker room. The defense is elite and they are just really pissed at this offense because they're a disaster. You see, they're all fighting on the sidelines. Garrett Wilson is not who I expected him to be based on simply the fact that Zach Wilson is the worst quarterback in the NFL. That's not Garrett Wilson's fault. I'm not going to take f- blame on that as well. It is what it is. Uh, but when you pick a nose pick of the year, or if you go all in, in your first round pick. Yeah. The quarterback matters. <laughs> I mean, we always say, you know, please, if you're going to use a first round draft pick on a quarterback, you know, let's to use Jamar chase, for example, you better have a good quarterback throwing right. in the ball. And that's Joe Burrow and he will be fine. But in the, in, in this case, you know, he needed Aaron Rodgers. Garrett Wilson needed Aaron Rodgers. He doesn't have Aaron Rodgers. And here we are. It's just really a rough situation. I mean, last week he had, what, five grabs Ugh. for 48 yards on nine targets. And sadly, I'm not even upset about that. That is like, oh, okay, at least he didn't have two for 20. Right, That's, right. that's how quickly this situation has gone belly up. So whether it's Trevor Simeon, Whoever they bring in, I'm done with these Kaepernick rumors. I know. I think they'd be fine with them, But anybody but Zach Wilson. At quarterback, anybody but Zach Wilson will pick Garrett Wilson's numbers up. You can't trade Garrett Wilson right now because you're not going to get the value. So this is a player you simply have to just ride it out. But, yeah, early on, you know, I got to take my hits. I, I gave you a nose pick of the year in Garrett Wilson. And so far, it is a complete fail.
2: Yeah, it, it's pretty bad. It stinks because it's a good player and was expecting a lot out of him in that Jets offense this season. And instead, you have garbage duty Zach Wilson there as a starter who's ripping that locker room apart day by day. Uh, tonight, by the way, Lions and Packers coming up after us in Thursday night football. It's an eight fifteen kickoff, so we got a little pregame uh, before that as well right here on 560 WQAM. Before we kind of got dive into that, listen – We're at South Florida show. I mean, you can hear us all over the world. I know we have listeners all over, especially in Frankfurt, Germany, where that uh, Dolphin Chiefs game is going to be. I just got a a text about that. I might be lying, but it's good to say anyway here on the show. But we're a homer show. We like talking about it, and we don't have a lot of opportunity over the last decade to talk about the Miami Dolphins and fantasy football and how good it is. And after last week and after these three games, gosh darn it, we're going to talk about the damn Miami Dolphins for the next couple minutes here Mike McDaniel on this offense knows. I'll give you the mic because I know you're excited to talk about this, but holy moly, this has been one hell of a season to have some Dolphin players on there, including a rookie who last week, I believe, had four touchdowns, the A train.
0: I can't even it's such a loaded potato as uh your boy Mark Hogman would say. It That's is, right. I don't know where to start with the Miami Dolphins, which is just such a great feeling. I, I think I'm just going to start off by this historic game that we watched historic game. Didn't have, what was it? The sixth overall pick a wide receiver that they taken in Jalen Waddle. Like right. Waddle wasn't in that game. And now all of a sudden everybody here is so upset months ago or well, it's a few months ago where Dalvin cook decides to go to the enemy. Right. And the jets. Well, What a blessing in disguise that is. That that is a quiet situation because all all of a sudden you brought it up and we're going to just talk about it. And yes, I could go further and say the Dolphin fans, including myself upset that Jonathan Taylor wasn't traded. So you're, you're looking at Taylor as a possible solution again with quotations. If I was on video right now and you're, and you're looking at Dalvin cook as this really big add on. Well, thank God Thank God they didn't go with them because let's go through it. All right. In this ridiculous game, our boy Tua went 23 of 26, 309 yards, four touchdowns, no look passes, looking dead into Tyreek Hill's eyes as he's shoveling it to A-Train or Mostert. We're talking about just an elite situation right now with Tua. We all know what the situation is in terms of fantasy. You're starting Oh, He is the outside of Kirk Cousins, believe it or not. He is the number two quarterback overall in all fantasy leagues. Okay. So if you drafted the strategy of three running backs, three wide receivers, a tight end, and then you drafted Tua, I promise you, if you're listening, you're smiling. You're either two and one and three and oh, that's how that works. But I really wanted to focus on the running game because it's a little trickier than everybody thinks when we're talking about moving forward, right? This week is the true litmus test for the Miami dolphins. We're going into Buffalo, a team that absolutely lambasted the Washington commanders in Washington. As we discussed earlier, how they lambasted me in fantasy. This is a really good defense, Zach. Okay. Okay. And yeah, we're all riding high as can be right now. But when you're going into Buffalo with that fan base, that defense, and yeah, Josh Allen's still pretty good. The true litmus test of what the Dolphins season's going to look like in the NFL and in fantasy is about to start. But the question goes, do you know who do we start in the running back situation? Right. Do we, Radio Raheem, let me tell you guys, 13 carries only, 82 yards, but three touchdowns on the ground and oh, let's add seven receptions, 60 yards and a touchdown in the air. That was his week last week. For, you know, again, I don't want to get too excited and I'm not sounding like an amateur here, but you know, we are three weeks in and yes, we are a Miami focus show. Radio Raheem is the number one running back in fantasy football. Okay. I know it's early, but still pretty cool. So that's obvious. If there's ever a question, whether or not you're starting him or not, Don't ask that question. Radio Rahim is in. The real question comes down to, and I don't care what he wants to be named, that is the A-train. 18 carries, 203 yards, two touchdowns on the ground, plus four grabs, 30 yards, and two touchdowns in the air. Wow. Jeez. Zach, was this his first game of the season?
2: Uh, I believe it was the first game, yes, this season for him. Yeah, because... He might've been active in another game, but didn't get any carries.
0: He is currently the third top running back year to date (laughs) through three games. Yeah, that's right. But the real question is, is do you start him against Buffalo? And that is not a simple answer. The, the truth is he could be a perfect flex play, but if you think he's going to have that kind of repeat performance, you're crazy. It's not going to happen. Okay. So, if you have them on your uh, roster, fantastic. This is one of those offenses that reminds me of like the Rams back, back, back in the day, where if you had any piece of that offense, Marshall, Falk, the Reverend Bruce, you know, Torrey, Holt, you're starting those guys. I mean, I, you want to start any piece of that offense you could get your hands on. Well, A Train, albeit won't have that kind of game, but he is now definitely a starting flex or what, running back too just scale your expectations this week because it's not going to be a 25 plus point performance. Right. But you know, with injuries and, and coming up next week by week start, you know, this is a great guy to have on your roster, but if you start him this week, scale your expectations, I totally give you the green light to do it, but I wouldn't go too excited thinking it's going to happen again. Right. And then if you just want to get to the technical part, you know, Tyreek Hill is really, really awesome.
2: Yeah, not bad considering the fact we haven't brought him up yet. And he had what nine catches for a buck 57 and a touchdown, right? Right. And, and to finish average the, game for him,
0: yeah, average dude. Right. To finish this game, I was having a conversation with everybody. You know, who do I not have a conversation with? But um, a conversation with a buddy. He says there's only one thing we need to do, and that's keep two on his feet. And I agree. But then I, I doubled down on that. And I said, we have to keep Tyreek on his feet, too. And I know it sounds obvious, but this is the – these two players together, if they're on the field, is the biggest defensive nightmare the NFL has seen in a long time. So let's keep the good vibes going. Start your Miami Dolphins. And let's just keep Tua and Tyreek healthy. And it is going to be just a – every week we're going to have this conversation. But I do promise you this, guys. If we're having another conversation about another 30-plus points right. being scored in Buffalo, my head might explode, Zach. Right. It might right. explode.
2: We might have to do an entire hour next week on the Dolphins offense and where it compares. Like that list I did a couple of years ago for Cooper Cup when I had to go back and like look through fantasy, and like not even fantasy, but like the last 35 years of actual wide receiver play to see where he ranked. This Dolphins offense is right up there if they have another week or two like this. Not 70 points, like I said, but... In the 30s or whatever, it'd be absolutely ridiculous. I just talked to Sean Merriman on Krantz's Corner, and we talked about week one, how impressed he was with just 36 points against the Chargers and how great that was and what accomplishment that is to score in the high 30s. But 70, come on. thats I mean, it's absolutely ridiculous. It's stupid. We have so much to talk about. I know we did an entire thing here on the Dolphins, but it totally needed to happen. We're going to go through observations coming up next. We do have Thursday Night Football Coming up, this is Zach of the Nose Fantasy Football Show brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. We know you're busy. If you're car shopping, get out to Tropical Chevrolet. They'll have you in and out of there in under three hours. It's on Biscayne Boulevard, 88th Street, or go to the website, miamichevy.com. Tropical Chevrolet, where convenience for our customers is our priority. Observations on Zach of the Nose, coming up next. Call from mom.
0: Answer it. Call silenced.
1: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game.
3: You could spend the weekend doing the same old
0: whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in
1: every journey.
2: All right, back here on Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. By the way, Tropical Chevrolet... Wants to turn fantasy into a reality. That's right. Go in there for a test drive. Tell them Zach of the No sent you and you get entered to win a pair of tickets to a pro football game this season here in South Florida. Just go in there to Tropical Chevrolet off Biscayne and 88th Street, test drive a car, tell them Zach of the No sent you, and boom, you're automatically registered for a pair of tickets to a pro football game coming up. Speaking of pro football games coming up, we got one tonight right after us, the Lions and the Packers. Interesting quarterback matchup there. A couple of injuries. stuff we need to talk about so let's get right into observation those um and let's start with tonight's game Thursday night football normally Detroit and Green Bay this might be a little bit of a stinker of a game but I kind of like what's going on there Detroit and Green Bay right now and there's a lot of fantasy implications uh in this game tonight let's start what do you got for Thursday night football nosy
0: I love this game tonight okay yeah Detroit has uh out of nowhere you know Well, they've always had a good offense. They always had the the Megatron-type player, Calvin Johnson. But this year, they have a lot of players you could start. Both the running backs are available tonight. Both are startable if you are in a situation where you need to play them as a RB2 or a flex. But, you know, Amon Ross St. Brown, one of the best players in all of fantasy right now, one of the most targeted players in the NFL. You have yourself a really fun game, and Jared Goff has become a guy – that is hard to not start. And if you're one of those one quarterback leagues where you drafted yourself a Trevor Lawrence, for example, uh, and you have as your backup a Jared Goff, this is a situation where you're flipping and and Jared Goff becomes your guy. That's how good this offense has become. But the real player that I want to jump in on, on Detroit, and we'll talk about Green Bay in a moment, but the one player we got to talk about is Sam Laporta. The, I know, right? The, the tight great. end. Now, again, I know I'm going to get hit for this, but I don't care. The real tight end university is not Miami. The Uh-oh. University of Iowa. Uh-oh. And, oh boy, here we go. And I know I could get some fights on this, but George Kittle, TJ Hawkinson, the NOAA fans, and now the next man up, Sam Laporta, quietly is the number two tight end in all of fantasy with only – Iowa's Hawkinson ahead of him. Okay, this is a absolute must start. This is one of those players where if you have one player tonight on a Thursday night that you want that action on, for me, it's like a perfect tight end, Sam Laporte, to play. If you do DFS, must start him. He is getting twenty two percent of the target shares in Detroit right now. That's second highest on the team to Amon Ross, St. Brown. The sky is the limit for this kid. And you know that Jared Goff loves to target, like he did T.J. Hawkinson. He loves to target the tight end. So if you had the, you know, the where for all, however you did it, if you drafted or picked up Sam Laporta, right. first of all, major kudos to you. Absolute great start this week. So get him in your lineup. So to conclude the Detroit situation, Jared Goff, both the running backs, Amon Ross, St. Brown. And uh, Sam Laporta are all guys that are completely startable or must starts in your fantasy league. And then going on to the other side, Zach, because look, I didn't make the guy, the nose pick of the year, uh, but God, I really did love Jordan love coming into this season. Okay. Uh, I love them. them, And now even more with Christian Watson likely to play with Aaron Jones, likely to play you give this guy some real targets and real weapons like that. He's been thrown to guys like Romeo Dobbs and Reed and still performing at a top five quarterback level to get Christian Watson, who is a home run wide receiver back in this lineup. I'm expecting the world to see the true breakout performance for love this week, where it's not just a fantasy breakout performance. It's a, okay, okay. This is an NFL stud and it goes to show again for some of these players to get thrown to the wolves week one, like Zach Wilson did. Right. It it is not maybe the best path for quarterbacks. This love got to sit behind Aaron Rodgers for quite a few years now, and this is his time and he is shining. So when it comes down to the Packers, I'm a little concerned about Aaron Jones and Christian Watson in terms of getting their full usage. But that being said, I'm starting both of those guys if they're on my roster. Okay. I know there's going to be some limited plays. They're not going to be playing every single down, but they are in a situation where I believe tonight could be a a shootout. And one of those two guys is going to have a very big game and you don't want to have them on your bench. Right. So tonight is one of those exciting games, man. There's been a lot of stinkers throughout the years on Thursday night and I know the players aren't 100% ready. And so sometimes these games are pretty, you know, sloppy is, that, is right. a fair way to say it's it? a good way to put it. Yeah, sure. But tonight should be a lot of fun. So get your starters in, get your kids to bed, whip out whatever it is that you drink and enjoy your game tonight, because uh, there's going to be a lot of scoring. And I hope you get you know off to a good start because there's nothing better than getting that good start on a Thursday night. But in, in contrast to that, thing, worse. nothing worse than that stinker. <laughs> so I hope you guys get, you know, I hope you're on the right side of that because coming in to a Sunday with 17 to 25 fantasy points from one of your players, right? that is a great start. Yeah, yeah. Nothing, like you said,
2: gr- nothing better than that, nothing worse. Or having no play tonight and then having the guy you're playing have about 40 points tonight to go into Sunday with two players. It's just, there's nothing worse. But that's Thursday Night Football for you in a nutshell, and that's why we love the NFL because basically it doesn't matter what they do, we're going to love what they do because it's the NFL there, and that's why we love Thursday Night Football. Let's uh, let's move on in the uh, observations a little bit because going into the season, the Cardinals looked like they were not only going to go 0-17, but they were going to be really just just atrocious to watch, not put up any points and just be a bad team. They had the biggest upset of the season so far, beating the Dallas Cowboys, who I just cannot believe that still even happened. But we talk about fantasy here, not the actual stuff. What do you do if you have any Cardinals players on your team? Are any of them startable at this point? Do you start anybody in in Arizona? You're not starting the defense there, I get that. But what else there? No Kyler Murray, Josh Dobbs. Like This is just a weird fantasy team in the NFL this year.
0: How did they beat the Cowboys? That's I don't really know. no idea. I could answer that. It was a lead-in. It was not just a question. Oh. Yeah, there's an answer. It's called a Terminator, okay? Wow. Jimmy Connors is a must-start, okay? That is your answer. You asked, is there a start? Right. You're not starting any wide receivers because Josh Dobbs is that quarterback. And, yes, Rondell Moore broke a touchdown right up the middle. You're not going to bank on that. Hollywood Brown, you're not banking on him. Those guys are on your bench. But, but – currently a top 10 running back in your league 76% of the rushes on the team are going to Connors. He has back to back 100 yard games and a touchdown. And he is that pick in your fantasy draft that when you take him, you have a little, little vomit in your mouth. You know, when you burp up that vomit, and then you suck it back down. Yeah, 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 That's the feeling you got when you drafted him because it's probably one of the least sexy players in your draft that you took, but here we are top 10 in fantasy running that's back so right. far. And it's all about being a workhorse and it's all about volume and he's playing hard. So if there is one player, yeah, there's one player and that's who it is. So if you have James Connor, this is a moment to, you know, have that little smile, that little smirk saying, okay, look, it wasn't sexy at the time, but he is that perfect player you put in as your RB two and you just let him do his thing, okay? It won't get sexy. He's not going to break that uh, 50-yard run for a touchdown. That's not going to happen. But he is capable of scoring each and every week. Their offense is so limited that they have to establish the run to give Josh Dobbs a chance on play-action fakes to get the ball down the field. That's it. So at the end of the day, Connors, I can't believe we're talking about the Cardinals, but here we are. I just wanted to bring it up because it's a really good example of sometimes when you're in a draft and you take what is considered a boring pick because you're, you know, a lot of people are concerned about what other people think. And then, you know, after Connors get picked, some people are going to make fun of you right now. You can make fun of them right back. He's the guy you start for the Cardinals.
2: Right. A lot of teams don't have a starting running back. If you got Jimmy Connors, you're happy at that point there. All right. This is another topic that's come up the last couple of weeks that it's just, it's it's almost boring to talk about, but I'm gonna be honest with you. There's so many people riding on a couple of these players that what do you do? What do you do with the Atlanta offense right now? We talked about Drake London and Pitts a little bit last week as well. That quarterback they have there, and then obviously a guy that was a top five pick, top seven pick in every single draft in Bajan Robinson. What do you do with the Atlanta offense right now, fantasy-wise, Nosy? You cry. Okay. Yeah, you
0: you cry. I'm doing only, it. yeah, yeah. You could cry. Bijan Robinson. Let me just say this out loud and very clearly: is a star. He's good. okay. Yeah, he's, he's good. a star, man. If you have eyes and you watched them and you don't see the star in this guy, then you are blind. That is that is the, so. Right off the bat, let's start with the good because there's only really one piece of good, and that's Bijan Robinson. They're going to continue to get him the ball. His usage is going to go up game up by game. But uh, so yeah, if you you know, Bijan's gonna be fine. He hasn't been fantastic yet. Right. Been good, not great. That talent's gonna come in. Look, he is still averaging 15 fantasy points, give or take, and he is a top 10 guy currently. So that's already a good start. I expect it to be better. That's where we're going with it. But there's a lot of other players we have to talk about. Yeah. So that was the good. And now here is the ugly. Yeah. You have to bench every single person Zach, besides him. I, I did it. I said it. As long as the Riddler is their quarterback, I rider, you know, you, what was a rider died? All these things. No, you know no. It, it, it's time to bench him. That is for, I'm talking about the Falcons. You're, he is not even on any fantasy rate uh lineups or excuse me, rosters. If he's on your roster, that's a crazy, crazy situation. Yeah, why I'm, yeah. I'm involved in many leagues, so obviously the answer is there's no reason why. What I uh, I'm asking why is is why are they still giving this guy a go? He's not an NFL quarterback. They should give the ball to the Heineken man. Okay, he's the backup. We saw what he did in Washington. Uh, at least he could throw the ball. All right, like at least he could get the ball down the field. Um, so for now, I'm just telling you right now, London, Pitts, put him on your bench. Mm. And I can't believe I'm saying that because these are two top 10 play picks. They, they, they use their draft capital to draft offensive weapons, but if you don't have a quarterback to get them the ball, then what are you doing? And so for me, I have, I've given, I, I've given pits in London that slack. If you would, I, I've given them a few weeks, but I can't see it anymore. Now I need to see them have a good game to get them in the lineup. Right. That is how bad Desmond Render is. Uh so, at the end of the day, unless there's a quarterback change there, I have to bench those guys until I see something. It is really bad, Zach. I mean, I'm watching these games and they're trying to get Drake London the ball in the red zone, and he's just not even hitting his target. You know, he is throwing the ball nowhere near this guy, and what nice. a huge target he is. So, for the Atlanta offense, I'm only starting Bijan Robinson and nobody else.
2: It's funny, too, because we we tell people to hashtag pick the nose and send in any questions for the nose so we can get them here on the show. And one that I saw this week was do you start Hunter Henry over Kyle Pitts. I'm assuming the answer is yes on that when you start Hunter Henry. What do you think? Yes. Yeah. The answer
0: is yes. You're starting Hunter Henry. Uh, Hunter Henry's off to a pretty hot start. Right. If, you know, hot being he's averaging 10 fantasy points, which is a, a big deal, I guess, to tight ends right now. Right. He, he's got two touchdowns. Only one guy has more touchdowns at the tight end position. I will pay you $1,000 if you can name it off the bat right now. Wow. $1,000 to you if you can name the tight end that has the most touchdowns in, fa- in the NFL so far.
2: Oh, man. I'm going to just take a wild guess because I have no idea whatsoever. And I am going to say,
0: man, I don't know. I would say TJ Hawkinson. That would be it. That would be two touchdowns for TJ Hawkinson along with Tra- Hunter Henry and Travis Kelsey. The one and Freermouth for that matter, the one guy who has three touchdowns, Donald Parham Jr. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I, no I, shot. I, I, that's why I went with a G on that right, full right. stack. You, know, you didn't have a shot because I didn't no. have a shot of that. But Travis, uh, excuse me, but Hunter Henry, two touchdowns, averaging over 10 fantasy a week. Do I love them? No, but we discussed this position is gross. Uh so. Yeah, I'm starting Hunter Henry over Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts, man, he is – Oh, he's the Pitts, right. You know, nine catches for 100 yards is a good game, not for three games. So – he has been extremely, extremely bad, but not his fault again. It's like free Kyle Pitts and free Drake London. Get them right. get, get them a quarterback, for crying out loud.
2: Oh, man. Listen, we got a couple more observations to go. We're going to do it on the other side of this break. We'll take a quick one here, and then we'll finish our number one with more observations. It's Zach of the Nose brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet, Tropical Chevrolet on Biscayne and 88th Street, or click MiamiChevy.com. Tropical Chevrolet, We're convenience for our customers, is our priority wrap up our number one after this on zach and the nose all right back here on zach and the nose fantasy football show we're going to wrap up our number one right now we're always brought to you by tropical chevrolet turn fantasy into reality with tropical chevrolet Go in there for a test drive and get entered to win a pair of tickets to a pro football game this season. Just tell them Zach in the No Sensu, and boom, you'll be registered to win a pair of tickets. A couple observations to go before we wrap up our number one. Let's start quickly. Uh, We do have a coffee and football game. We have an early one, bacon and eggs. Sunday morning, Jags and Falcons. I know we just talked a lot about the Falcons there. You got anything on the Jags there,
0: Nosy? Well, we're going to see who can embrace the uh, fish and chips more. Is it going to be... Bijan or E T N. So, yeah, you know, we discussed the Falcons quite a bit. They they've gotten their fair share, but I, I do want to talk about the Jags because so far, uh, Zach completely missing right now on the Jags. Okay, I expected this to be the big offensive. I guess comeback, right? You know, or just. Maybe not what the, the the Finns are doing, but I expected a breakout performance from Trevor Lawrence this year. I just felt like it was his time to shine. And yes, it is still early. And let's just see if he feels a little bit better in London for crying out loud because um, this is should be a high potent offense. You right. know how much I love Calvin Ridley. You know how much I love ETN. They have a pretty darn good offensive lineup. Christian Kirk ain't too shabby. And uh, they're tight end. Very good player as well. But what's going on? They're just not putting it together. Right. They're not piecing it together. Their team, I don't like the way their offense looks. I don't like their offensive scheme. And But again, it's a little early. Three games in. This is it. This is the game. We get to wake up. As you said, whatever it is, whether it's coffee, bacon, eggs, I'm sitting down and I'm watching Trevor Lawrence and I'm trying to try to figure this thing out. I don't have six to seven games, eight games going at one time. So for me, this is a complete call out Trevor Lawrence. Yes. You start him still. You, 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 you Unless you have some really good backup, right. you're starting him. And uh, this is the week where I do believe against the Falcons defense, you're going to see ETN and Calvin really step up their games. All right, let's hit prime time Sunday night football Jets and Chiefs, the
2: Taylor Swift Bull. What do you like here, by the way? Uh, I know we talked about the Jets a little
0: bit before, but what do you like here uh, with this game? Uh, do I have to watch it because the game's not going to be about football? Do, is, that a, is that an option?
2: All about Listen. Taylor Swift, that's right.
0: I, oh, my God. So I'm still starting Garrett Wilson, okay? Yeah, that's, yeah. I'm, I'm just I'm not going to go away with it. Uh, and also, believe, you know, believe it or not, I'm going to go with a flyer on Brees Hall. I know – after we all saw the week one, you know, breakout runs, it's been very quiet since last week, real bad. But for me, uh, if I'm going to start one of the two running backs, I'm definitely going with Brees Hall. Uh, And I'm just saying it right now. People are asking one of the the number one asked questions I have right now are, do I start or is it time to bench Dalvin Cook? Mm. The answer is bench Dalvin Cook. Wow. Okay. Right. This is one of those situations where, especially in a game like this, Kansas City is probably going to score, even though we're going against a really good defense. This is still Pat Mahomes, and this is still him going to get that ball to Travis Kelsey. Uh, So they're going to have to throw the ball, and they're going to maybe abandon the run. And if they do, Dalvin Cook is really going to have a bad game. So the players I'm benching are Dalvin Cook in this situation. I would start Hall if you had to. Garrett Wilson is in. Other than that, I'm benching everybody else.
2: Yeah, it's not even worth it at that point.
0: Let's go to another
2: primetime game. Give me a 60-second little recap, or not recap, preview. Um, Giants and Seahawks, which, is that a tasty game or no?
0: I'm just grossed out by the Giants. Oh, I went with Saquon Barkley out of there. This is a team that, man... On Monday night, I'm not going to even want to watch half the game. When the Giants are on offense, I'm going to be forced to watch the game. The only action that you should have if you are a fantasy owner is Darren Waller for the Giants. That's the only player you should have in your lineup. I am not starting Matt Breida. You need a miracle touchdown to get any type of fantasy value from him. So for me, this is just simply put the only player you could start on the Giants is Darren Waller, and that is just not fun. Mm. But a lot more fun on the other side of the ball. My boy, Kenny Skywalker. Uh, if you know me, I love this kid. Uh, the way he runs, he's a tough, tough dude. Obviously, you put him in your lineup. Tyler, Metcalf, excuse me, Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf must start. Geno Smith, if he's your best quarterback, I am not fearing him on Monday night. So you start your Seattle players. And you just watch a really bad Giants offense on right, Monday night. Right, right.
2: All right, those are your primetime games and the bacon and eggs game for a week for the NFL season. All right, that'll do it for hour number one here. We're going to come back in hour number two. Yes or No's, the sniff test, the tight end pick of the week, and the Nose pick of the week. Zach, and the Nose always brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet, where convenience for our customers is our priority. Hour number two, right after this.